0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to Thomas, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you know me, you know my Father too. From this moment you know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, let us see the Father and then we shall be satisfied. Have I been with you all this time, Philip, said Jesus to him, and you still do not know me. To have seen me is to have seen the Father. So how can you say, let us see the Father? Do you not Believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. The words I say to you, I do not speak as from myself. It is the Father living in me who is doing this work. You must believe me when I say that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Believe it on the evidence of this work, if for no other reason. I tell you most solemnly, whoever believes in me, will perform the same works as I do myself. He will perform even greater works, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask for in my name, I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask for anything in my name, I will do it. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we celebrate the Feast of Two Apostles, Saints Philip and James the Lesser. The reason why we celebrate them as a single day is historical, because their relics were brought to the Church of the Holy Apostles and buried there together in the ninth century, similar to the reason why we celebrate on October 28th the Feast of Saints Simon and Jude, because their relics are interred together in the Basilica of Saint Peter. While it would certainly be fitting for us to celebrate them individually, there is a certain fittingness to feed them jointly, since when the Lord initially sent out the twelve to proclaim his kingdom by words and deeds, he sent them out in pairs. It is quite possible that Philip and James were at one time explicit partners in the proclamation of the gospel, and hence their feasts is an opportunity for us to examine something that perhaps we don't ponder enough. Who are our partners in the proclamation of the gospel? If it is important for police officers to have partners on whom they can depend to watch their backs, how much more important it is for those called to proclaim the gospel, not only so that we have each other's back, but so that we can more easily put into practice the gospel we proclaim to others. St. Gregory the Great once commented that the reason why the Lord sent out the apostles to proclaim the gospel two by two, even though they could have theoretically covered twice as much ground if he had sent them out individually, was so that they, as they proclaimed the gospel, they would be able to learn and show how to love one another, how to forgive one another, and how to live in communion. In today's first reading, St. Paul tells the Corinthians and us about the importance of proclaiming the Gospel, I hand it on to you as of first importance what I also received. And then he describes for us the Lord's death, burial, resurrection, and appearances. To pass on the Gospel was of first importance. In other words, The most important thing he could do and they in turn could do. Why? When we receive the gospel with faith and hold fast to it, we are being saved through it. The gospel places our life on the most solid foundation of all and leads to salvation. How could we not want to share that gift with others? Another thing that unites both apostles were their deaths, not that they died together, but that they shared the privilege of a martyr's death. Martyrdom is the greatest witness and the most powerful proclamation of the gospel. Tradition holds that St. Philip preached in Phrygia, dying on the cross at Hierapolis. As for St. James, also known as James the Lesser, to distinguish him from James the Greater, the brother of St. John, tradition identifies him as the first bishop of Jerusalem, mentioned in the Acts of the Apostles, and was at the Council of Jerusalem about the year 50. The historians Eusebius and Hegesippus relate that St. James was martyred for the faith by the Jews in the spring of the year 62. What was the cause of their martyrdom? It was the preaching of the gospel that Jesus was not just merely a holy man or a prophet or a god among many gods, but that he was the Son of God, the second person of the Most Holy Trinity. Christianity was persecuted in the early centuries not because it proposed Jesus as God, but it proposed that Jesus was the only God, the way, the truth, and the life. The preaching of St. James and St. Philip went against the mainstream culture of relativizing all religions and gods. Today we are once again confronted by the danger of relativism and religious indifferentism, where it is not politically correct to assert the uniqueness of one's religious convictions. Perhaps as the Church presents to us these two great apostles, two partners in the work of evangelization, and the faith of all the other apostles, martyrs, confessors, and saints who lived, suffered, and died for the faith, we too may find the same courage and inspiration to stand up to the truth because it is the truth and not just a lie substituted for the truth for the purpose of survival. May we not have to stand alone but always find a partner who shares a conviction that the gospel that enlivens, the gospel that enriches, the gospel that saves is worth preaching It's worth living for and it's worth dying for. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.